This is the Music History Today podcast for October 10th. On today's show, Bonnie and Clyde is released, two classic musicals premiere on Broadway, and an Aerosmith concert blows up, almost literally. First up, though, on this date in 1902, Orville Gibson founded the Gibson Mandolin Guitar Manufacturing Company Limited. In 1965, the Supremes performed on the Ed Sullivan TV show. In 1968, George Harrison formed Sing Song Limited. In 1970, British rock newspaper Sounds was published for the first time. Also in 1970, the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, clapped back at then-Vice President Spiro Agnew, who complained, in order to appeal to conservative voters, that radio stations were playing too many songs about drugs. Their statement was released as follows, quote, If we really want to do something about drugs, let's do something about life. The songwriters are trying to help us understand our plight and deal with it. It's about the only leadership we're getting. They're not really urging you to adopt a heroin distribution program, Mr. Vice President. End quote. Strong words, considering it's the government agency. Agnew, by the way, for his part, resigned as vice president in 1973 due to a corruption investigation and a charge of tax evasion. Meanwhile, in 1972, in presidential news, James Brown met with then-president Richard Nixon at the White House and endorsed Nixon for president during his re-election campaign, which made Brown's fans in the black community extremely unhappy to be nice about it. Two years later, Richard Nixon resigned the presidency due to the Watergate scandal. In 1975, the film Listomania, co-starring Roger Daltrey of The Who, premiered. In 1978, at an Aerosmith concert in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, someone threw an M-80 firecracker on stage, which exploded, injuring both Steven Tyler and Joe Perry. Also in 1978, the British music magazine Smash Hits was published for the first time. In 1992, Garth Brooks debuted at number one on the Billboard Albums chart with his album The Chase. Also in 1992, Slash of Guns N' Roses married model Renee Saran. In 2001, U2 live-streamed their concert in Indiana on their website, U2.com, becoming one of the first major musical acts to do a live-streaming of their concert. In 2010, singer and actress Alexa Vega married movie producer Sean Covell. Also in 2010, Crystal Bowersox of American Idol fame married musician Brian Walker. In 2012, the TV show about the country music industry, Nashville, premiered on television. And in 2014, the film about a jazz drummer trying to make it through a school program, Whiplash, premiered. Fun fact, J.K. Simmons, who played teacher Terrence Fletcher in the movie, won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role. Albums that were released on October 10th include in 1960 when Brenda Lee released This Is Brenda. In 1964, The Ventures released Walk, Don't Run, Volume 2. In 1966, Simon and Garfunkel released Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thine. Also on that same day, The Monkees released their self-titled album. In 1967, Elvis Presley released Clambake. In 1969, King Crimson released what many consider to be the first progressive rock album, In the Court of the Crimson King. 
Also in 1969, Frank Zappa released Hot Rats, and the Kinks released Arthur, or The Decline and Fall of the British Empire. In 1970, Pink Floyd released Adam Hart Mother. In 1970, same day, the Ventures released their 10th anniversary album. In 1972, the Carpenters released Gem One in Japan only on that day. In 1973, Renaissance released Ashes Are Burning. In 1975, Deep Purple released Come Taste the Band. In 1977, the Easy Beats released The Shame Just Drained. In 1980, Bruce Springsteen released his classic album, The River, and Manfred Mann's Earth Band released Chance. Meanwhile, on that same exact day, Thin Lizzy released Chinatown. In 1981, UB40 released Present Arms in dub. In 1983, Culture Club released Color by Numbers. In 1985, Triumph released Stages. In 1986, John Farnham released Whispering Jack. In 1988, John Lennon released Imagine John Lennon, or at least his record label did since he had been dead for eight years at that point. Also in 1988, U2 released Rattle and Hum. In 1989, the Atlanta Rhythm Section released Truth in a Structured Form. Also in 1989, the Indigo Girls released Strange Fire. And George Harrison released The Best of Dark Horse, 1976 to 1989. In 1990, singer Thalia released her self-titled debut album. In 1992, The Jesus Lizard released Liar. In 1994, Annihilator released King of the Kill, and Suede released Dogman Star. In 1995, No Doubt released Tragic Kingdom. Jack Bruce released Monk Jack. The Cowboy Junkies released 200 More Miles Live Performances, 1985 to 1994. Idle Wilds released Dumb, Gifted, and Beautiful. Janet Jackson released Design of a Decade, 1986 to 1996. Fleetwood Mac released Time. And Peter Frampton released Frampton Comes Alive 2. In 1997, Blackmail released their self-titled album. In 2000, Catch-22 released Alone in a Crowd, The Church released Triple Set, and The Tubes released Tubes World Tour 2001. In 2002, TLC released the album 3D, which was their last one with Lisa Left Eye Lopez, who passed away in a car accident earlier that year. In 2006, Jimmy Buffett released Take the Weather With You, also in 2006, Rod Stewart released still the same great rock classics of our time. Sting released Songs from the Labyrinth, and James Taylor released James Taylor at Christmas. In 2007, Radiohead released their album In Rainbows for free, then let people decide how much money, if any, they wanted to pay for it. As it turns out, a lot of people were actually willing to pay for a free album. And in 2011, Peter Gabriel released New Blood. Singles that were released in the UK only on October 10th include in 1980 when the Cars released Touch and Go. Meanwhile, singles that were released in America on that date included in 1966 when the Beach Boys released Good Vibrations, a classic song. 
1972, The Hollies released Long Dark Road. In 1978, The Cars released My Best Friend's Girl. In 1980, Man for Man's Earth Band released For You. In 1988, the Moody Blues released No More Lies. In 2002, Jay-Z and Beyonce released 03, Bonnie and Clyde. And in 2012, Blondie did not just a twofer, they did a threefer. They released Dead Air, Bride of Infinity, and Rock On. In classical music, in 1774, composer Antonio Salieri married his wife, Teresa Helferstorfer. In 1919, the Richard Strauss opera, The Woman Without a Shadow, premiered. And in 1938, Dmitry Shostakovich premiered his first string quartet. In the world of theater, in 1935, the musical Porgy and Bess by George Gershwin opened on Broadway. In 1947, the musical Allegre by Rodgers and Hammerstein opened on Broadway. In 1961, the musical Milk and Honey opened on Broadway. In 1969, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice's Jesus Christ Superstar soundtrack album was recorded long before Jesus Christ Superstar became a Broadway musical. In 1995, the Broadway show Garden District opened, and in 1996, the Broadway show Sex and Lounging opened. And in award ceremonies that were held on October 10th in 1971, Charlie Pride was among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. In 1977, Ronnie Millsap was among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. In 1979, Fleetwood Mac received their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. In 1983, Alabama was among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. And in 1988, K.T. Oslin was among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. Before we go any further, we'd like to tell you about our other podcast, the Music Halls of Fame podcast, where we honor a year in music along with an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for that particular year. We also look at the case for putting an artist into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, plus we spotlight a Hall of Fame, Museum, or Walk of Fame along with an inductee to that particular spotlight. The Music Halls of Fame podcast drops every Thursday now as a part of this channel, the Music History Today Network, and also our Music History Today Network YouTube page. Now, back to the Music History Today podcast. Artists who were born on October 10th include jazz great Thelonious Monk, classical composing great Giuseppe Verdi, singer Midge Ure. David Lee Roth of Van Halen, Lizzie Hale of Hailstorm, country music singer Tanya Tucker, Chris Lowe of the Pet Shop Boys, singer Maya, rapper DDG, singer Yang Yang of SM Rookies, Bay Susie of Miss A, singer Laylee Esposito, Una Healy of the Saturdays, Singer Marina Diamantis, Vinnie Tatanelli of Nine Days, Mike Malinin of the Goo Goo Dolls, Martin Kemp of Spandau Ballet, folk singer John Prine, Alan Cartwright of Procol Harum, Jerry LaCroix of Blood, Sweat, and Tears, Denise D'El of the Honeycombs, composer Ennio Morricone, Louis Gottlieb of the Limelighters, singer Ivory Joe Hunter, singer and actor Ben Vereen, singer Crystal Waters, singer Kirsty McCall, 
Cyril Neville of the Neville Brothers, composer Johnny Green, Ed Volker of the Radiators, James Fernley of the Pogues, singer Kevin Page, singer Gabriella Silmi, and Dean Rowland of Collective Soul. Artists who unfortunately passed away on October 10th include composer Sebastian Numpfer, who passed away in 1676 at the age of 43. Organist Jacobus Noseman passed away in 1745 at the age of 52. Organist Pierre-Louis Coperin passed away in 1789 at the age of 34. Composer Jacob Joseph Balthazar Martin passed away in 1836 at the age of 61. Composer Karl Toschke passed away in 1843 at the age of 75. Composer Mikhail Vilgorsky passed away in 1856 at the age of 67. Composer Ignacy Dombronsky passed away in 1867 at the age of 60. Composer Adolf von Henselt passed away in 1889 at the age of 75. The person who, according to legend, inspired the name of the Beatles song, Eleanor Rigby, Miss Eleanor Rigby, passed away in 1939 at the age of 44. Singer Edith Piaf passed away from liver cancer in 1963 at the age of 47. Composer Bedrick Havlick passed away in 1964 at the age of 71. The orchestra leader for the Julius LaRosa show, Russ Case, passed away in 1964 at the age of 52. Pianist Heinrich Newhouse passed away in 1964 at the age of 76. Composer Irvin Major passed away in 1967 at the age of 66. Jazz singer Connie Boswell passed away in 1976 at the age of 68. Bandleader Ralph Martyri passed away in 1978 at the age of 64. The conductor of the Detroit Symphony from 1951 to 1962, Paul Perret passed away in 1979 at the age of 93. Pianist Catherine Collard passed away from cancer in 1993 at the age of 46. The conductor of the Westminster Cathedral, Master of the Music, George Malcolm, passed away in 1997 at the age of 80. Composer Farrakh Farkas passed away in 2000 at the age of 94. Stephen Gately of Boyzone passed away from heart issues in 2009 at the age of 33. Singer Solomon Burke passed away from a pulmonary embolism in 2010 at the age of 70. Opera legend Dame Joan Sutherland passed away in 2010 at the age of 83. Janice Kunemend of the band Vixen passed away from cancer in 2013 at the age of 59. Country music singer Cal Smith passed away in 2013 at the age of 81. Pianist Curtis Curtis Smith passed away in 2014 at the age of 73. The conductor of the Croatian Baroque Ensemble from 1999 to 2015, Sasa Britvic, passed away in 2015 at the age of 51. Rapper Toker passed away in 2018 at the age of 51. Composer Leon Burioti passed away in 2020 at the age of 90. And country music singer Anita Kerr passed away in 2022 at the age of 94. Next on the Music History Today podcast, it is October 11th when, in 1992, Cardi B was born. 
The Music History Today podcast is part of the Music History Today network, which can be found under Music History Today on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. And you can also find it on YouTube under Music History Today. Thank you very much for listening. 